This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's in social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And it's episode 24. Wow. Whoa. Um, we're quite excited about this episode, especially because we are finally not talking about American politics. Whoa. We're going into Italian politics and talking about Georgia Maloney. I'm sorry, I don't speak Italian. I'm sure that's not so how you say it. So there's literally a 0% chance I got that one right. But, but that's what we're going. Georgia. The, Georgia. That's the Americanized version of her name. Yeah. Um, I, We don't know if you guys have heard about this at all. But yeah. I know that I've heard about this because... Oh, hey, I just kicked something hard. Um, some <laughs> of my um, professors here listen to conservative talk radio, and they seem to think this is a big deal. Um, Twitter, if you look it up, there's plenty about it. Um, but I don't know if it's like a trending thing right now. I think it was trending a while ago, um, back when she was actually elected to be, drumroll please, Italy's prime minister. That was a drumroll for that those of you that one. couldn't also, tell that that's what it was. That's the truth. Instead um, of echoey and strange. So, yeah. How has your week been, homecoming, Garrett? Uh, well, like I said before we started recording, I haven't right. slept in eight days. So I cannot, uh, I can't really be too sure about what I might say in the next 20 minutes. That's it okay. could be anything. I'm not worried. Okay. I'm just, just letting you know. Just Yeah. Sometimes I find myself like doing things that I thought about but didn't realize I started to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's, that's part of being alive. Yeah. Am and I that's, right? you know what? Normally don't operate like this. Normally I sleep like an old man and, you know, sleep for like 14 hours a day, but... <laughs> I've not been truth. able to do that this week. I sleep about 12 hours a day. It's fantastic. Even still. And it makes me yeah. better, I guess. Mm. I don't know better than anything, but it just makes me better yeah. than I would be without it. Anyway, I got you. So let's talk There's a moral ascendancy to it. Yeah, yeah true. Anyway. Um, let's talk about what Twitter thinks about, about good old Georgia. Okay. Georgia herself. Um, first of all, the number one word that I saw scrolling through Twitter in regards to Georgia was fascist. That's fun. That was the main thing that is a hot take harping on and this is like their this is their first female prime minister yep um which is huge and the only thing they can talk about is that she's a fascist if that's true that is valid i would rather talk about her being a fascist than a female if she is one i don't know if that's correct because all the quotes that i can find she's a fascist or that she's a female well the fascist one okay um the only quotes i can find from her just sound republican um, Oof. But, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> that might be the problem there. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's, I mean, one. the first quote and the most popular one is, it says from her, but this is in Italian, just translated. Are you going to speak it in Italian? Are you going to speak no. Italian for no, us? No, I'm not going to speak Italian. Bummer. It's translated to English. It says, we <sighs> defend our identity. We defend God, country, and family. Next Get time I want you to try it in Italian. I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, but yeah, she's Italy's first woman prime minister. Um, one tweet was excited about that. The rest, <laughs> the rest did not bring it up. So nobody was like, you know, I, I don't know. Here in the States, we like anytime a woman runs for anything or gets elected to anything and it's the first, it's a big deal. Like Kamala right. Harris being the first female vice president. Right. Right. That was a big deal. But this one and everybody's like, oh, not. one of the most powerful people in Italy is now a woman. No one cares. Like, I, well, I don't know. I get she's conservative, but nobody is saying like, yeah, this is a good thing. I mean, there's know? a couple like little conservative accounts that are like, you guys just hate conservatives. She's a woman. Why aren't you excited about this? But nobody is excited about her being a woman because she's a woman. Fun. Literally nobody. Yeah. Um. So which is how it should be. Nobody should be like, oh, she's a woman. Woohoo. Well, I think but, it could be kind of cool. It just seems like, it, yeah, it could be. But at the same time, it's sort of counter what is typical for I guess that's valid. Um, um, but yeah, so politics. people 
I saw a lot saying like maybe it's not they kind of concede a little bit like maybe it's not her that's a fascist but the brothers of italy which i believe is her political party yeah um they say that it has neo-fascist roots so you can feel free to educate me on that so you don't that's just what they that's all they said there is a 48 minute long video that somebody tagged in a tweet that walks you through the whole thing but i did not want to watch Uh, it and i don't think the average scroller would have so fair enough in in the spirit of honesty i chose not to um but yeah, apparently sticking to your sticking to your guns, taking the low the lazy route, you know. <laughs> and literally everybody Way to be average. Enough. But literally everybody agrees on this statement. So I don't know, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Um the other things that I think were important to note that I didn't know is that um so she has a lot a lot of people are really mad at her because she is um anti LGBTQ legislation. But I did not know this and now I do. Italy same sex marriage is not legal in Italy. Not that I know of, no. So it shouldn't be like a huge difference. Yeah. I learned those in two separate instances and I was like, wait a minute. So it mm. shouldn't be a huge deal. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but she also like, she's actually not anti. She's, she said she did not want to make abortion illegal. Yep. That's true. Which is Yeah. She's not pro-abortion, but she's, but she's not going not gonna, to ban abortion. Right. Or at least she insists that she won't. We'll see how that goes. I, I mean, guess is kind of the impression I got. I mean, also my thing is like. This is apparently there was a bill, the what is it, the DDL Zan uh, bill was aimed at punishing crimes of discrimination against LGBTQ plus people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was rejected by the Senate, but long before um, the prime minister was elected. So yep. it just seems like this is an Italian thing. It doesn't seem like this is a her being like yeah. some crazy fascist thing. So that's that's I think the reality of it. If this is not, you know, her election isn't. It's it's not like she's just uh, materializing. People chose her. Right. And like a free and fair election, too, because it's Italy. It wasn't like a military coup. Nope. Um, So that's that's what I know about her. Feel free to um, to shed some light. So uh, before I do, I recall you mentioning before we before we started the show today Mm -hmm. that uh, people on social media had said some things about her, her views on like religious tolerance. Hmm. Um, did you, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Something to do with mosques, right? Oh, yeah, that she's banning. There was a um, tweet about her banning the building of mosques in Italy. Okay, yeah. I want, um, just because I think that's probably one of the most interesting things. Okay. Um, no, first of I all. I didn't think there's yeah, like literally no way. She's not banning the building of mosques in Italy. Essentially, so Italy's had some shall we say fundamentalist Islamic kind of problems in the past where, you know, fundamentalists will come there and um, basically adhere to the laws of their, of, you know, Islamic fundamentalism and not to the laws of Italy. Mm -hmm. So she's come out and said, we just want them to obey Italian law. Mm -hmm. And part of that is that she's not going to let new mosques be built until laws are passed that essentially just help the government keep closer tabs on, what's going on inside the mosques and how they're organized. And especially the the big part of this is where the funding for them comes from. Okay. Because a lot of times what happens is these, these mosques, these Islamic organizations are funded by fundamentalist countries, Um, Mm. you know, Saudi Arabia, that kind of thing. And that means their, their allegiance, right? The people that they, that they answer to are not the Italian authorities. Gotcha. So the law that they might kind of implement within their own, you know, society within a society um, sometimes can more closely mirror that fundamentalist law. So she wants mm. to do away with that. 
Um, okay. Just as an example, one of the things that she talks about was this, this was a while back. I forget exactly what the year was, but there was a Muslim fundamentalist that attempted to slit somebody's throat just because he was wearing a cross necklace. Um, okay. And he declared that this was on the order of his mosque. So, gotcha. yeah, not good. Um, they're trying to do away with things like that. Okay, Shocker, noted. You know? Um, so it's not like a permanent ban. It's just like no. a for now, no building new ones until you are regulated more. Yep. Gotcha. So that's, yeah. The, I mean, the, to drive home the point, she just wants Italians to obey Italian law, which is like, okay. Okay. Duh. Yeah. Um. So let's back up a little bit and talk about um, Before we get into the background um, and some hopeful corrections to um, what I've learned, this is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we're talking about Georgia Maloney. Or however you say it. Yeah. We're not really sure. Add an Italian accent and I'll be fine. Yeah. Can you do? Can nope. you? Okay. Absolutely I, not. I thought I should ask. Nope. All right. Anyway. Continue. Uh, so a bit about her and kind of some of the background on this whole situation, right? Italy has been pretty liberal for decades now okay. at this point because World War II happened. Mussolini was in charge. Everybody was like, ah, we never want to do that again, you know, because, yeah, I don't think I need to explain that one too much. But yep. suffice it to say, fascism didn't go that well for Italians. And <laughs> so at the same time, though, there was this political party, I believe the MSI is the acronym that they use. Um, that was sort of the remnant of the neo-fascist movement. Mm -hmm. um, and it was led for several decades by some of Mussolini's kind of right-hand people. Okay. Uh, eventually they died and the party dies out. Um, but Georgia, this this lady that we're talking about, and several other Italian politicians actually kind of grew up uh, when they were young, you know, young adults being exposed to some of those ideas of the party. Um, and actually she talks about kind of praising that 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 way of thinking right the fascist way of thinking and so that's why people are going oh whoa she has fascist roots but what they don't um what they don't realize is that somewhere you know in that time shortly after you know she sort of espoused approval of these things she actually visits uh israel and gets to sort of see some of the remnants of the racial prejudice crimes that that the fascists committed and she totally disavows oh. uh, yeah, Mussolini. So she's had a change of heart? She, yeah, well, she had a change of heart like 20 years ago. Oh. Um, and so. That's so interesting. Yeah, so in 2012, or maybe 2011, 2012, she founds the party that is now, or the she's Brothers one of, of the founders of okay. the Brother, Brothers of Italy. She's the president of it now. Um, and they're to say that they're neo-fascist is a stretch big time okay they're a conservative organization they're not even a far-right conservative organization mm -hmm. um the biggest thing and there's a there's a news bit where Piers morgan who's you know big on the news right is is talking about kind of her policies and everything and he i i would consider him to be pretty liberal and he mm -hmm. comes out and says like she's not that extreme okay she's physically conservative and that's about it um mm. yeah she's not super i mean she's not super crazy right um uh, if you go on to the website of the uh, the brothers of italy i mean it says kind of what you would expect from any yeah. sort of right leaning group um they want free trade they mm -hmm. want to kind of decentralize the government right now their big beef is with um especially the european union and how bureaucratic it is okay um, because right now the EU is pretty centralized yeah and they 
don't really want it to be that way. They want Italians to have a lot more say in kind of what goes on in their everyday life. So mm. that's a good thing. Yeah. I would think. I mean, and I that's, think so. That's part of why people voted for her. That was the big surprise. Everybody, I think, on social media was saying, what? how could she possibly yeah, have gotten she, into office? How did she you know, win? I, thought, I don't understand. I Italy was liberal. Also, weird thing about Italy's elections is she only won like 40-something percent of the vote and still won just because they have more, you know. Are they multi-party systems? Yes. Okay. So here in America, you know, nobody's winning 40% of the vote yeah. and getting elected president. Right. Um, but she won, which Unless the third in the 40s is actually really high okay. for somebody to be, for somebody to win. So she actually has oh, yeah. a lot of the popular uh, opinion compared go. to people in the past. Right. Um, and... You know, I think what the part of the reason why this is the case is lots of smaller cities have party people from the Brothers of Italy party as like mayors or, you know, in, in positions of power. Right. And it tends to go pretty well for them. Mm. Um, and so I think kind of over time, other people are seeing that in these bigger cities and going, whoa, whoa. <laughs> why, why? Why can't we just have that for all of the country? Mm. Um but yeah, so she's not a fascist. The reason why I think... I see where they're coming from, though. It just yeah. is an unfortunate misuse of information. Well, and there's another thing that I think is maybe... I don't... I couldn't find anything that really helped me understand why they do this. But the Brothers of Italy, their their symbol, like their kind of their logo, if you will, has uh, the tricolored flame, which is part of the symbol of the fascist movement. Mm. So they that's kind of the issue that a lot of people take with it is that they have they use some of the symbols of the fascist party why do um, they do that and i i couldn't find anything that explained why um and that's the funny thing is though nobody almost nobody in italy is actually concerned about them okay. being fascist this is all people abroad that are like oh I she's a fascist figured. um i couldn't find any italian sources that were at all concerned about her so-called fascist roots that's so um, interesting. everything was from you know other european countries than the united states you know journalists that are saying that are screaming that she was a fascist and that was the really interesting thing about this particular uh bit of research is it was almost it almost felt like i was on social media in the sense yeah. that there was a lot of journalism that was just like she's the worst you she's know the worst. um you know conservative woman get her out of here um yeah. but yeah i mean she's a christian that mm -hmm. i think is she's catching a lot of flack for that um, she loves the nuclear family yeah. and God. Uh, I'd think and though, Italy. Yeah, she does. She's it's her her big shtick is all about like you know being for all of the Italian people because yeah. right now you could argue that as centralized as the government is and attached to the EU as it is, it's not. Hmm. Um, so her kind of her mission is really to put more hand, power back in the hands of the people. Yeah, uh, which is actually the opposite of fascism. I think most people scream fascism and they have no idea what they mean. Do you want to define um, it for us? Yeah. So fascism is essentially when a single government authority, like a dictator, takes all the power of everyday life and business and you know commerce, all of that into their own hands. Mm. So your job is with the government. Every industry is government owned. Gotcha. Um, so everything's nationalized. Yeah, everything. Uh, everything about your life. There's no such thing as, I mean, private property, depending on the kind of, uh, depending on the kind of fascism you, you're, you're under, because mm -hmm. there's lots of kind of colors of fascism, right? But the main characteristic of being truly fascist is that the government owns commerce and the government owns you yeah. in a sense. So, I mean, really, if you think about it from the American perspective, FDR was way more fascist than this lady, mm -hmm. like by a lot. Yeah. Um, 
And what's funny is FDR actually praises Mussolini quite a bit. Oh. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah, no, we don't really um, talk about that. Yeah, one. no. Anyway, sweep we'll that under the rug. A different day. different time. We'll talk about FDR one episode and just I be like, not. ah, no. I hope not. Yeah, let's not do that. I don't want to make that many. Enemies. That would be boring. He's dead. Oh. Um, Oh. Yeah, sorry. Now I'm sad. Oh, don't be sad. I already knew he's been dead, dead a long time. I know. Yeah. I'm sure anyway. he's fine. Anyway. If um, his family is listening, I apologize. He's not, sure they're not. I, yeah, I okay. promise you they're not listening. Yeah, we um, have like five listeners. We so. don't have five. Hey, way more than that. For those of you that are listening, we really appreciate you. We so do. thank you for listening. Our, it makes our hearts overflow. I do have a question. Uh-huh. So the defining characteristic of fascism on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear <laughs> this. Is like... Um, kind of country first to a scary extent okay yeah that's sure that is part of fascism but i don't think that's what we're getting here it's not the most defining like no and like when she says especially things not like, from her well like when she says things like italy first i'm italy first i think that's where people are like oh see fascist yeah but at the same time you hear the same thing from american politicians all the time right. and nobody's calling them fascist Right. You know, well, sometimes well, that happens, uh, anyway, but you know, not, actually not a lot of people are claiming. Yeah. Fascists. But anyways, <laughs> you know, nobody's fascism is when one person is taking all when the control a dictator. Yeah. when, you know, and they might kind of the rallying cry a lot of times of fascist countries is that they're doing it for the national identity. Um, right. Georgia is all about the national identity, but she's about giving the power to define the national identity to italian people awesome um which seems like a pretty good thing if you and ask not me. fascist yeah she's not fascist um i think the thing that people if, if you could pin her on anything that was mildly fascist and this is a stretch mm-hmm. it would be to say um that she's in the sense of like social structures she's trying to kind of speak against gay rights and that yeah. and that kind of thing that could be like construed maybe as a little bit you know her taking control but i don't know that it's you know, it's not like she's going to unilaterally get rid of your freedom in that, you know, if you're if you're part of the LGBTQ community, she's not going to do that. Right. Um, that's not how it, Italian government works. This is just her platform. That's what, right. that's, you know, those are the views that she holds and she is obligated to espouse them. Makes sense. Okay. Are we ready to give it a grade? I think so. Social media? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, C. C. Yeah. yeah. It was not good. No, they don't. She's not fascist. People it, are just got running with completely things. wrong, yeah. especially if it's from like a twenty year ago thing. I just think it's interesting that yeah. No, and also nobody's talking also about either. Just, just as a side note, she's pretty young. She's only about forty five. So all of this that happened, like you know, when people were like, oh, she's super fascist in her youth. She was in her twenties, right? And don't we all say stupid things in our twenties? Yes. Isn't this show a whole testament to exactly. saying exactly? Well, I'm not even in my twenties yet. So I I'm am. Stu- you are. That's I'm right. 20. You're recently in your twenties. High five. High five. Yeah, look at that. So. That's pretty exciting. Um, being twenty and being a whole year older than Garrett, I feel like I just wow. have a lot to say. And mm. My opinions are just more valid. Yes. No, I don't believe that at all. Absolutely. Um, we are going to do a chronically online take this week, which yes! is pretty exciting because we haven't done one in a while because we always them. run out of time. Um, I'm just gonna. We're gonna. I'll give you a little bit of context. Um, TikTok is again the place of chronically online takes. God bless. And him. there are so many. So many deconstructing Christians, and I um Ooh. I've had lots of con- conversations with people over the summer about what this do you sort of mean? thing. People who have left the Christian faith, um, they want to tear it down, um, and then build it back up themselves oh. outside of the context so of the church. So kind of just make it like build your own adventure kind of thing. Kind of, but a lot of it ends with like for religion. Yeah, a lot of it ends with a lot of theological issues though, and a lot of people end up on the track of like once they've deconstructed they don't go to rebuild it you don't and they say. just kind of sit in the deconstructed part of it hmm. and i just wanted to read you a, a real sentence um from a, real, a, real a sentence. caption on a tiktok <laughs> i'm just gonna read those. you part of it 
My belief is that morally God and Satan are vaguely on the same page. Whoa. According to the common understanding of Satan's origins, holiness is metaphorically frozen stiff in his veins and what? at that a corrupted formula legalism the vital difference is that god is willing to offer grace for our sins he delights in grace god is the one and the only holy yes punisher of sins yes but there but that is partly so because punishment for the sake of punishment is not something he loves whereas satan as the accuser and as it is written actually seeks god's permission to punish okay i have so god and satan are buddies i Apparently they want the same thing. They just want to do it differently. God oh. doesn't want to punish at all and Satan does, which is the most bizarre sentence in the world to me. That is an interesting thing. Do you think people believe that in real life or I, in the real world? Wh- I'm uh, Apparently. <sighs> anyway, I think that's chronically online because what? Yeah. That just in itself is... Wow. And also there's nobody refuting her. Nobody being like, what are you talking about? It's just You're like, yeah. Oh, sure. So people like in the comments were agreeing that... Oh, yeah. They're oh. like, party. Oh, why are we partying that God and Satan are the same? I don't know. People shouldn't, just like shouldn't to that force us into nihilism and then we all just decide that life is meaningless for not and we can Literally. just do whatever? I don't know. But that's my chronically online take for the day. Nihilism. Got it. And nihilism. Yeah, actually. There we go. Valid. And that's where we'll end for today. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the social media mediators. You have struggled the last few episodes. Thank you for listening to the social mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Julian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we'll talk to you next week.